Hi this is Arun from arunsyoga.in I am a software engineer who mostly work with Node.js PHP and other backend technologies and I am an open source contributor as well I am a tantric by birth in a family which is passing tantric wisdom from generations to generations from past 2000 years of legacy and got lucky to travel across india and got chances to study under various gurus from different backgrounds and disciplines you could connect with me in arunsyoga.in here i am helping you to design a divine lifestyle which is based on vedic astrology tantra and other yogic system of understanding Hi all this is the second part of our uh, special podcast series episode number 2 the astrology of east and west on the previous podcast sheila western astrologer was reading my chart in a western way link to that particular podcast is being given on the description and at this podcast i am reading her chart on vedic way we will be soon doing another podcast in which we will be reading the chart of someone in vedic way as well as western way so stay tuned for that that could be a comparative study for many folks out there however welcome to podcast series episode number 2 astrology of east and west yeah hi sheila thank you to uh, become the guest for my podcast um, and here we are gonna uh, talk about your chart what 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 i'm seeing on your chart and i know that you might be excited to know um, uh, what is that happening in your chart and uh, as we have already discussed the things which you have pointed out in my chart um, in western way it's like uh, it was like uh, uh, really good for me and it was like uh, given me a really um, better uh, things about the life which i'm going through and i'm uh, i i came to kerala this week because my grandma got died as you have said oh i'm sorry yeah so i came to kerala from tamil nadu um yeah however um so i would like to show you uh, your chart which is in uh, um... oh can i just say something yeah i remember i said to you and i did your chart people are going to die yeah, people that exactly. come so I'm, i say i'm sorry No, you say, don't have to be sorry about that. It is exactly. like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the, you said me like what you saw. Yeah, you know. So yes, the, no, but you know, at the same time. Nothing to do with you. It's, it's nothing. I mean, it's, it has nothing to do with you. It's like. <laughs> yeah, but she's in a, in a better place. That's how I see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to tell me about my chart. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to share my screen here.
not open yeah so can you see this So basically, this is Hasta Nakshatra. So uh, when we are seeing the astrological chart uh, in Western way, there is 12 houses. And uh, when there was ascendant in a particular house, in that particular area, there will be a group of stars. And there are 27 of them. Uh, so uh, ascendant is pointing to a particular star. And that is uh, one of them is Hasta. Uh, that is your star sign, which is, I think, which is not in uh, Western astrology. Uh, however, this particular group of stars will create a, a kind of uh, 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 nature to you. So the Hasta Nachatra, or it is looks like uh, uh, Hasta. Hasta is the Sanskrit name, which is actually uh, means hands. Uh, so the Hasta Nachatra yeah. is uh, is like uh, um, uh, it is gonna give more power to uh, your hands. I mean, uh, if you see uh, um, in your body, the hands will be blessed in your body. Like it can, uh, it can heal people. Um, uh, it can, uh, I mean, the hands will, uh, will be having a divine entity on your body. Uh, uh, that is what the Hasta Nachitra which means. Um, and there is a yoga, uh, a spiritual practice, which is exclusively for this particular nakshatra that is called nakshatra yoga. This is like a, a kundalini yoga, which is a, a tantric kind of practice, which is which enables you to evoke the uh, life force on you. So that is the nakshatra yoga. Mm. Uh, that video is available in this particular link, uh, which uh, you can see in my website, and you could actually follow that. That could actually give you um, uh, more uh, intensively. And uh, and there is Pancha Pakshi. There are five birds associated with the, this particular nakshatra, and the birds is being decided based on Shukla Pacha and Krishna Pacha. So Shukla Pacha, which means that uh, it's it's a zero to full moon. Uh, the when the moon rotates around the uh, earth, uh, from zero to full moon is called as Shukla Pacha, and the full moon to zero moon it is called as Krishna Pacha. So uh, based on this Hasta Nakshatra, your bird is a crow. So, uh, what does it? How does it manifest in uh, your uh, life? Is like this because crows are the uh, birds which which like to uh, travel in uh, a group. Yeah. Yeah. So you believe uh, uh, in a group activity rather than going. Uh, alone to something you believe uh, a group can do uh, wonders and you would like to move forward as a group and this is the tree which is called ambajam ambajam is the tree which actually uh, like um, as 
we human beings human beings are not uh, a special animal which is actually uh, uh, not belongs to nature like uh, we have a soul the similar way uh, the trees and the uh, things like that also got soul so this particular tree resonate the frequency which you are into like uh, how does it manifest in your life is like this if you go near to this particular tree you could actually connect with this tree very easily and you could easily talk to this particular tree uh, this is a tropical plant i don't know whether this is uh, available in your country but however you could actually connect with this particular tree and uh, this tree uh, resonate the same frequency of the hasta nakshatra which you are having and this is how the group of stars looks like on the uh, um, sky this is how the uh, hasta nakshatra this is alpha beta gamma lambda and epsilon corvi uh, so this is how the uh, nakshatra um, looks like uh, in uh, actual sky <coughs> and uh, you fall into devagana devagana means there are three ganas one is uh, human nature another one is asura and another one is deva so uh, devagana uh, is the people who believe uh, in helping people and uh, uplifting them so it's like godly nature so you uh, belongs to this godly nature and uh, you believe uh, uh, you can uplift uh, people and you you will get a kind of contentment uh, from uh, uplifting uh, people you know and uh, the rajoguna the guna which you are having uh, in your nakshatra is rajoguna rajoguna which means that uh, you uh, like uh, rajasic food and uh, you will be like more rajasic like you like masalas in your food and you like spicy food and things like that and you like to spice up uh, things uh, in general that is how the rajoguna will manifest in your uh, uh, real life uh, and the acne acne is your bodha there is five bodhas according to the uh indian system of astrology belief there are five buddha uh, so from that acne is your buddha how does it manifest in your life is like this you have the immense capability to burn things like uh, whatever happening inside on you uh, whatever is get caught up inside on you you can easily burn if you look at on inside you can burn it and uh, uh, in a relationship or uh, uh, whatever is happening around you you will act like uh, a fire you um, uh, like whether it is good or bad you don't care you can actually burn it out like and you can free yourself uh, from the uh, things which you got in it so that is one of the best quality you have um <clears throat> and you uh, when you see uh, there is uh, two halves existing in human soul one is uh, shiva and another half is shakti so from that two half uh, shiva is the uh, major half on your body so what does it uh, how does it manifest is like uh, uh, 
you believe uh, you destroy things uh, you can get angry like god shiva very easily you can get angry you can destroy things uh, so this is something which you have to be aware of uh, um so there is the uh, according to the uh, uh, ayurvedic nature of your own existence is like uh, vata nature is your uh, uh, dominant nature in uh, ayurvedic uh, quality so what does it means that you could be uh, there is a probability of you are getting uh, sensitive to uh, cold uh, uh, you know so uh, if you come in contact with the cold and things like that there is a probability that uh, you get infected with uh, diseases so your god is savitar uh, he is the uh, god uh, which which is actually uh, protecting that particular area of the sky where the hasta nakshatra is existing and uh, this particular consciousness uh, is the god of inspiration uh, which means that uh, you uh, enjoy uplifting people uh, that is again a very good quality and uh, the savitar uh, is the god that offers this particular uh, quality to you and if you uh, if you chant the mantra of savitar uh, god uh, what happens is like uh, uh, in tantra vidya the sounds has a very important um, importance uh, so once you chant this particular sound in certain frequency uh, you can actually connect with this particular uh, consciousness which is into that particular area of the uh, uh, of the existence and you can uh, actually ask help from this particular consciousness oh thank you um so this is a kriya actually we have seen the yoga for the hasta nakshatra so uh, the 30 minutes yoga there is a uh, 10 minutes kriya kriya is actually kundalini uh, awakening uh, things so uh, this kriya is exclusively for uh, hasta nakshatra and if you practice that you could actually accelerate your uh, life force um so this is the uh, sexual position which uh, which is actually uh, related to your particular nakshatra there is 12 animal yoni uh, which is been related to 20, which is been distributed across 27 nakshatra and this is something uh, which which uh, this uh, particular position uh, that helps you to create an intimacy with uh, your partner this is from the kama sutra um the uh, <clears throat> yoni is related to um so this is all about your uh, nakshatra then uh, we will go to your chart now so we have seen your nakshatra
so this is how your chart will looks like it's actually uh, different from how the uh, i mean the uh, each house over here is like 30 degree each okay so this is how the uh, eastern astrology looks like and your ascendant is aquarius um so uh, i think uh, what is your ascendant in uh, uh, western astrology pisces yeah so there is that is the difference between the i mean the 23 degree difference will be there uh, with the western astrology and indian astrology so uh, let's see the rahu is your tanu bhava tanu bhava which means that the house of the self so the first house so we consider that where is the ascendant that is our first house uh, in which there is ascendant is staying along with the rahu um so what does it means that uh, uh it is quite natural to uh, come with obsessive uh, uh you know um, occult practices and things like that in your life because the in self uh, self there is rahu staying along with ascendant and uh, the dhana bhava there is sun mercury mars and jupiter is staying which means that sun sun stays for the uh, father uh, mars is war and jupiter is wisdom uh, so what, what how does it manifest in your chart is because it's like uh, this way uh, the money or the wealth which you will be creating uh, or you could have you created in your life is uh, comes from the your father and uh, you might be fought for the uh, uh, um, uh, you know the wealth problems like you could have um, filed any case in your wealth uh, kind wealth situations because mars is also staying on the dana bhava along with jupiter and the wisdom also helps you to create wealth and uh, venus is staying on third house so what does it manifest how does it manifest is like this way uh, like you might be liking uh, uh, the things which comes to like uh, um, the pleasure aspect of your life you will be liking it's it's like sagaja bhava you will appreciate beauty you will appreciate love you will appreciate freedom uh, you will appreciate uh, uh, whatever the venus the because the planet venus is like uh, it has a very uh, bad name in uh, christianity like uh, um, um, they say it's satan like it's like uh, whatever the best things uh, which human beings is uh, getting out of the life people sometimes refers it to a satanic tendency like it's in islam also it's in christianity also i mean uh, not all the christians believes in that way the like uh, uh, the uh, tantric uh, uh, christian genesis i think genesis something uh, like that one kind of christianity is there right can i just ask you a question you know you said about my ascendant in aquarius yeah do you have degrees like we have in western astrology do you say it's in a, a 30 degree yes, uh, yes. sphere uh, so what degree is my ascendant i'm just interested about that one yeah. see 320 three 320 degree right so can i just ask you because it, it may not work the same way. 
it will be like 200 uh, something like that in uh, 290 or something like that in west point okay so um like in western astrology we would be saying okay the planets are in this position and they are passing through this place so when with this chart would the planets be passing my ascendant the planets in the heavens now or do you not do it that way uh we we have that uh, planetary trans uh, transaction we will come to there uh, before that we have something called desha also okay. so na- right now we are into third house we are discussing about your sahaja bhava their venus is staying on the third house um so we the sagaja which means that you will be having a natural tendency of appreciating beauty love freedom and things like that that happens because uh, venus is staying on the third house and uh, ketu is staying on the relationship house the um yuvati house what does it means is because uh, like uh, <clears throat> there could be uh, relationship instability probably can occur in your life you know um maybe something uh, misunderstanding and things like that because uh, ketu is a pabagraha is a planet of uh, uh, not goodness so uh, staying on the seventh house and the jendra house the moon and along with the saturn so is is uh, is really funny that sometime hard work if you do hard work uh, sometime it will act against you you know yeah <laughs> you you can do the smart work if you do the hard work what happens is like it can act against you if you that it's because saturn is staying on the eighth house which means that saturn is uh, the planet of hard working uh, things so uh, the planet which is staying on the eighth house which will actually uh, give you bad result and the moon also is staying on the eighth house uh, uh, so the probably the relationship with the mother could actually affect her because of that mm. you know there is a probability of that also is there so now we are very important aspect of the thing we are coming uh, like uh, sun jupiter venus and saturn these are the important like uh, so the sun is also strong in your chart jupiter which is wisdom and appreciation of beauty and hard work these four planet are uh, so strong in your uh, chart so like sun is staying on the house of wealth and along with jupiter uh, and venus is staying on the third house so uh, 
is is quite uh, good uh, um, uh, the wealth which comes from comes to your life mostly through the knowledge and uh, the connection with your father or the uh, somebody who is protecting uh, somebody who can protect you as your father so this is how it happens in your life uh, uh, the high energy planet is sun so uh, the rudraksha which you can wear is uh, ekamukhi rudraksha that stands for the sun uh, and that rudraksha will accelerate the energy of sun on you um, and right now uh, bhutha mercury so um, so mercury is uh, right now your planet uh, i mean the desha there is uh, deshas will be there moon will be 5 years mars will be 7 years rahu will be 18 years and jupiter will be 16 years saturn like so that is how the deshas will you will go through uh so 5 plus 7 uh, uh at the uh, till the age of 5 there was moon 5 plus 7 uh, is like uh, um uh 5 12 till the age of 12 uh, there was mars then rahu so uh, from the chart the i can con- uh, i can see something like this uh, till the age of 5 mother was uh, very important in your life then uh, uh, till the age of 12 uh, you it's in, in generally natural in uh, people's life then from the age of 12 there will be rahu is coming so what does this mean is like uh, you might be understood that you will be having a gift and uh, uh, the um, the occult nature or the something which is extraordinary which started to reveal to you from the age of or 13 something like that you know that is where it will actually happens because the rahu dasha comes from that uh, age then 18 plus 12 uh, is like 20 30 after the age of 30 you got attracted to uh, books which talks about wisdom uh, that because jupiter comes from there uh, 30 uh, 46 after the age of 46 the saturn dasha so like uh, 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 the generally the most of the problems happens in the age of uh, uh, i mean the uh, situations which is been divided or the uh, the hard work like uh, the life is not uh, fair to you those things has happened after the age of 46 or 47 something like that you know that will be lasting till the age of 64 so if you want something i mean a long time you were fighting for is been got solved by the age of 64 uh, or something like that has happened by the age of 63 64 or 65 in that time then from there the buddha is uh, manifesting in your life uh, um, so right now the buddha is ruling in your life so uh yeah this is the time for you to uh, come into seeking conclusions and going more deep on you like how do you go through all those things
so mm. yeah so buddha starts at the age of uh, 64 yeah um okay can i go back over all the things that you've said because it is really fascinating i have to say um i'm just trying to find the first page um it talking about my hands and i i started to think only quite recently about my hands and healing and that kind of thing i'm wondering if i need to develop that side of my personality or my gifts whatever you want to call it um and i think um yeah i've always been attracted to traveling in groups things like that um it was about halfway through the reading that it really started to mean a lot to me and it was when you started to talk about uh, agni a g n i my buddha is that right uh, because you said i have the immense capacity to burn stuff uh, release the fire 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 yes and that is so true because um in my life i'm i'm usually very um calm uh almost um what's the word difficult to know in a relationship you know i keep my feelings to myself and i spend a lot of time internally trying to work out how do i feel about this what do i think about this and then suddenly it will get too much for me and i'll suddenly just say a lot of things very powerfully and i think that i've realized over the years that i have this ability to burn other people and they don't know what to do they feel completely destroyed by what i've said and yet to me when i'm doing it it seems well that's obvious really <laughs> how come you didn't realize so i've had to learn as i've got older to kind of um manage that but then i suppose the advantage of it is that you can't really mess with me you can't really uh confront me and accuse me of something that i'm not capable of you know that i will always have an answer and it will be a logical powerful answer um and you also talked about me being very sensitive to the cold and this is so true because at the moment it's very very cold in england it's below freezing and that's a hard time for me because i have to take care of myself because if i get cold i start to feel quite ill so you were right about that um that you talked a lot about me uplifting people and i think that everything that i've done in my life with work has been about uplifting people from even when i was at university i wanted to help people in some way um i i started off thinking i'd like to be a social worker but i never became a social worker i became a teacher and now I'm a therapist and when I do astrology I'm trying to uplift people so in all those things it's it would be meaningless to me if I worked in a shop if you understand me I would have to do something that would make people feel better um it is I get a lot of um uh, uh, uh my sense of self is based on that really um and then you talked about my father and that was quite interesting because my father actually came from a family that did have money but he didn't get any of it 
But the one thing that my father did do with money was uh, when I was in trouble or, you know, when I had very small children, I got divorced. And my father was the person who stepped forward and said, I will give you some money. It wasn't a lot of money, but he did help me. And then when I got back on my feet, I gave him back the money. And then later on, he gave me some more. And my father was very orientated towards inheritance and also instilling in me that I needed to pass that inheritance to my children. And so as a result, uh, and it was, you were talking about all these different ages. So it was after the time I was 46, before I was 64, um, a lot of, you could say, you said life wasn't fair at that time. And it wasn't. I went through some really big trials and tribulations. But the inheritance thing came in. Because I suddenly discovered, to my surprise, that I had this big house and I didn't need it anymore. So I sold it and I gave half the money to my children. And so as a result, my children each have their own house. And the eldest one, the eldest boy, he would have had his own house anyway. But certainly for my daughter and my youngest son, that was a great help to them. And... It was because of my father that I did it because he instilled in me that idea of it's very important to have your own house and to have that um, security. It wasn't really about money. It was about security. So it's very true what you said about my father. Um, and also the fact that you said I've realized that wisdom creates wealth. Uh, because I started to realise that. And again, you pinpointed that with ages. You said after 30, I realised that. And that's very true. It was when I was 30 that I suddenly started to put all the pieces together and think, oh, I'm quite spiritual. Oh, I'm quite interested in all these alternative spiritual pathways and the psychic side, intuition, all that kind of thing. It was then that I started to really, really get interested and study it. Um, and through that wisdom, I have created my own wealth. Um, and also, you talked about hard work, and that is absolutely true about me. Um, because you said hard work goes against me. So I have to think a lot. I mean, I'm nearly 70 now and I'm still working because I am a hard worker, but I don't work every day because I'm too tired. So I have to learn to pace myself and always, always, always I've worked very, very hard in my adult life. But if I, I have to have a day where I do absolutely nothing, you know, I just float around the house and I just um, look out the window and I look at the flowers and I listen to music and I just cut myself off from any kind of effort because otherwise I would burn out. There's a real danger of that with me. Um, and you, one of the things that you said, which was very true, is you said, I need to be smart with my work. Otherwise I just collapse. And that is absolutely true that over the years, gradually from the age of 30, I realized, hold on a minute, I need to give this some thought. There's an easier way that I could do this. 
for and I still think about that now so because I get a lot of demands on me for readings astrological readings therapy I have to say no to some people because it would be just too much for me you know I'd, I'd crash and burn catch fire and, and it's interesting that you talked about that whole fire theme with me because I a lot of people say about me that I'm like um there was a film years and years ago it was called she and of course the first three letters of my name are she Sheila and it's I don't know the whole film but uh, the woman just catches fire and disappears <laughs> she just becomes a pile of ashes so that's me if I'm not careful you know um Saturn in the eighth and the moon in the eighth um that was interesting because you talked a lot about my father and um the relationship with money with him and and it was such a big theme with my dad that he he started he used to telephone me and ask me how much money I had in the bank. <laughs> He's dead now. But I used to think, why does he not leave me alone? You know, so how much money have you got now? And what are you doing with that? It was very much like that with him. I can laugh now uh, in hindsight. But my mother, I didn't quite understand what you said about that. Um, so you did later after that talk about wealth through knowledge again. So the thing that my mother gave me was an interest in learning and and she she had a very psychic sensitive spiritual side to her so maybe you were picking up on that but i don't know if you could tell me a bit more because i i didn't really understand what you said about that it was the only thing that i didn't understand you did say she was very important up to the age of five which was true and then you did talk about when I was 12. And that's very interesting because I think it was at the age of 12, I went to a different school, which people often do in England, but I wasn't very happy there. And it was a, a school where you had to be very intelligent and you had to pass an exam to go there. But I found myself be, feeling very different to other people and I only did well in subjects that interested me. If I wasn't interested, I didn't listen. And I had a lot of ups and downs at school as a result because they were saying, she's so intelligent, why is she doing so badly with some subjects? But it was because I wasn't listening. It was almost like at that age, 13, 12, that sort of age, where it felt like I was setting myself apart in some kind of way but I was too young to really understand. Do you see what I mean? So it was a difficult time for me. And I still speak to my friends from school, even now on Zoom, and they all did better than me. But since I left school, I have done way better than them. I've passed more exams. I'm the only one that's got an MA. I'm the only one that writes books, that does all these things. They're all a bit housewifey and a bit dull. And I'm the one who says, did you know that idea and this idea? So I think it was, you're right, it started to happen then. But because I was so young, it was just upsetting. Because no, I, I thought... The thing is, like, you were not so young. You have very old uh, uh, soul, you know? Your soul yeah. is much older than that, what you were thinking. You know, you know what I, I think when... Um, 
people say things like that oh good that's my last lifetime <laughs> i think i'm not coming back <laughs> um unless i'm ruling the world of course because then i'd just burn everybody and they'd all <laughs> right this is submission i know i have that ability to do that you know and it's always a shock to people because i can be so kind of peaceful and calm and then suddenly whoom it's like that's enough <laughs> i've got the box of matches and i'm set it all right so all of that was absolutely spot on um what else am i looking at here um yeah i think i've talked about all of that stuff um being smart um you got the the stages correct I'd, I'd like to know a little bit more about this stage that i'm in now from the age of 64 because i know that i'm in a different stage because it's been the happiest time of my life i feel like i know who i am and nothing is going to shake that mm -hmm. and so i i accept that i stand on the edge sometimes you know so if i'm talking to my school friends for example and they're I try to join them on their level. I try to say, oh, I crocheted a blanket. Um, but I, I don't share my spiritual beliefs with them very much at all because they're Catholic, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, um, I just say to them, oh, I went to the Catholic church today and said these prayers. And then they, they look surprised. What, Sheila's still going to church? I say, well, I'd be just as happy if I went down to the Buddhist temple. It's all the same to me, you know. Um, but some people find that idea very difficult. You know, they, they like to put people in a box. And as I've got older, since the age of 64, I'm quite happy not to be in a box. In fact, I know that I would be utterly miserable if I was in a box baking cakes every Sunday. I, I can't do it. I bake a cake some Sundays or even on Wednesdays, but I can't be that archetypal woman. It would just make me feel stifled and imprisoned, you know? Yeah. So I'm quite interested what you said. What exactly? Cause you said there's a Buddha, a Buddha making is a different Buddha now ruling my life. Did I understand that bit? Was that correct? Did, did you say it was a Buddha? Buddha, Maybe. Buddha, yeah, Buddha. So basically, yeah. this Buddha, this is the uh, you know, uh, Buddha. What's the English word for this? Mercury. Okay, the planet of speech. So what happens is like uh, this is a time for you to uh, uh, get. Um, I mean, this is a time which after the age of 64, uh, this will uh, um, keep you to talking, keep you talking you know <laughs> like uh, uh, if you see uh, uh, if 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 this thing i mean what i can see from the age of 64 to till the age of 67 or 68 you could have done public speaking it could be started by the age of 63 or something like that yeah i'm trying to think 
Well, I mean, at the time I was uh, doing um, some more education and then every so often I had to stand up in front of a lot of people and speak about a subject like intergenerational trauma, for example. I had to give a, a talk about that. But um, I'm not sure what the effect was <laughs> because the place where I was learning was very, very traditional. And I was coming up with this existential idea and that existential idea and the tutor was, I don't understand what you're talking about, but if I stuck to their tradition, I was fine. So yeah, I, I suppose I was doing more talking publicly then. Um, but it's interesting that you talked about Mercury because obviously I'm starting to write now and these ideas have been rolling in my, in my head for maybe 10 years, but I just haven't had time. And I'm trying to discipline myself now, ready for tomorrow actually, because it's the first day of back to work after the festivities. And um, I don't want to say any more until I do it if you understand me. I have yeah. to do it now. But at the moment, Mercury is in my head, round and round and round, idea after idea yeah, after if, idea. If you go for that, because Mercury is staying on the second house, which is favorable for your uh, wealth and things like that. And okay. you are into Mercury, uh, this thing. So if you go for that, this is the right time for you to go for that. You know? Yeah, thank you. Because you see, Western astrology wouldn't have told me that. Western astrology tells me that it's a really good idea to close my doors and focus on these quiet activities and writing. It's very much got that. Uh, but I look, if I look and think about when would wealth come connected with that, it might not be for a few years. Um, but then sometimes things, say if I published a book, I might not get a big response to it straight away, if you understand me. Um, but I do feel it's the time to be doing that now. So thank you for all of this. It's been really brilliant. Um, oh, the only other question was about my mother. I just wondered what else you wanted to say about that because I didn't quite understand it. So... Um, uh... I think you said Moon and Saturn. I don't know yeah, if that Yeah, Moon connects. and Saturn is staying on the 8th house, which is actually yeah. the enemy's house. So there might be... Uh, your mother is alive, Nona? No, she died about um, 12 years ago. So is there uh, uh, like a Moon is staying... Moon is five. So um, it was very important. Mother is like very important for you till the age of five. I mean, that is the usually that happens in everybody's life. But yeah, there is nothing much in that. But uh, the thing is like the thing which you can give more importance is like mother is staying on the eighth house, which is actually enemy's house, and uh, uh, moon is staying along with the. Uh, Saturn. 
Yeah. Okay, so, can I tell you what I think that might mean? Now, I was I lived with my mother for about 12 years before she died, or she lived with me. She came to my house to live with me after mm -hmm. my father died. And it kind of held me back a bit. So there's Saturn coming in, going against me. But I managed to work. I worked as a, an astrologer for the whole time that I lived with my mother. So the, the thing is like, it could be like uh, 16, 18, uh, five plus seven is like uh, 12, uh, 20, uh, 30. 46, uh, somewhere like 46 or 40, uh, 44 or something like that, your mother came to your home. Oh, let me think. Uh, I think I was about 43. Yeah, uh, around that time. And, uh, uh, and when, when she died, my daughter said to me, um, you're free now. So to some extent, the responsibility of my mum, but you know she wasn't hard work she wasn't a horrible person but you know i had to think about her she was an old lady and i had to take care of her and help her and get people in to help her so it was a heavy time but also my mother was quite strict so she had very set ideas about how i needed to behave especially when i was a little girl so i wasn't allowed to eat an ice cream in the street <clears throat> that if we bought an ice cream in the summer, by the time I got back to my house, the ice cream was melting because my mother said it was not a good idea to eat in the street. And so now I eat in the street all the time. <laughs> it's like my rebellion, you know, I'm not gonna be uh, held back by that. And the other thing that I'm thinking about with my mum is she had a very uh, harsh life and she had a baby before me who was adopted because she was born during the war and my mother had nowhere to live because the house was bombed. So that has been a very heavy responsibility that has come on to me because my sister is a very damaged person and she doesn't like me because I have mum, my mother, and she didn't, you know, she was four years old when she was adopted. So it's damaged her. And I've, it's one of the reasons why I became a therapist, because I wanted to help people who had been abandoned and not loved, in a sense. She was loved, but they got very practical during the war. You know, they had to be, well, the best thing for this child is that they're fed and clothed. So maybe that's the Saturn nature of this mother and the eighth house being, it's very, in Western astrology, the eighth house is very deep and psychological. And if people have planets in the eighth house in Western astrology, there's always something dark under the surface, you know? So I think you're right in that respect that my mother's history affected me um, because my mother had a very traumatized life really. Um, but it didn't mean to say that she was completely negative. She liked to have fun and she loved beautiful things like me. And she was quite wise and spiritual in lots of ways, but she also had limitations because of the life that she'd had and the experiences that she'd had, you know? So I think maybe that's what, what was lying under the surface and what you were picking up. But you couldn't know the details. You just know there's something 
a bit restrictive and not very helpful. You know, I don't think I became the best version of myself mm. while my mum was with me. It doesn't mean to say I didn't love her and she didn't love me, but she just held me back. She didn't mean it, but that was the way it worked. So thank you for this. It's really interesting. I think I enjoyed it as much as you enjoyed me doing your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, like a cake, isn't it? You know, that's what I said before. You just cut the cake another way and you get another layer. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea for us to do a same chart like, uh, yeah. I think that will be very interesting also. Let's do Donald Trump. I mean, I did have a look at his chart recently mm -hmm. and um, I thought, oh, uh, I thought this could go either way. Um, he could get divorced. He could lose a lot. He could fall from a great height. But on the other hand, he could actually rise up from the ashes and, and do something amazing. And I couldn't work out which. All I knew was that it was either going to be a massive collapse or fantastic phoenix. We, we call it the phoenix rising from the ashes, yeah. you know, transformation, all that kind of stuff. So we have yet to see that one, but I know yeah. that. Um, yeah, we could do the Trump. Yes, exactly. The next week's very important for him, yeah. astrologically in Western astrology. So we'll make a date. You can contact me and we'll maybe speak at the end of the week or something like that. That'd be good. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for listening to my podcast. You could connect with me in arunsyoga.in where you could see my contact details including my phone number, my WhatsApp, and email ID. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes.